0: New Yorker Cartoons Described. I am your host of this podcast, Dave, and I will be describing all the cartoons in a single issue of The New Yorker so that you may enjoy the best cartoons in the world on the go without having to use your own eyes. This week's episode is the November 3rd, 2014 issue. Now, I still have my subscription suspended, but I did see this issue in the reception area of a job interview I had this week, and I just saw the little guy sitting on the little marble table there in the reception area. It was just tempting me to pick it up and start flipping through those wonderful pages. But as you know, um, I actually don't read the cartoons before I record the podcast because I want the fresh eyes of an average reader as I peer into these magical windows that, you know, let us spy on familiar yet funnier worlds. Um, But after the interview, um, I distracted the receptionist and grabbed the magazine. I stuffed it down my shirt. At the end of the interview, they said they'd call me, but they never do, so I took a parting gift. Um, a new segment I'd like to introduce to the show, actually next week, is a little segment I'm going to be calling the You, Yorker, Cartoons Described, where you, the listener, um, can send me a recording of you describing a cartoon in the next issue. And what I will do is I will select the best described recording, and I will feature it in my next podcast. So send your file to tnycdpodcast at gmail.com. That's tnycdpodcast at gmail.com. So the next issue is the November 10th, 2014 issue. Please send your recordings. I look forward to listening your descriptions. Now on to this issue, November 3rd, 2014. Wow, I got... Huh. The first one is actually rather deep into the issue. Sometimes they make you, uh, dig rather deep to get the gold, so to speak. It's like going on a blind date. Will you get along with the first cartoon? I really hope so. First cartoon of the issue. Do we start out with a bang? I think so, because we have an elderly lady sitting on a park bench And there are some cracked rocks in the background, but it's pretty basic. And she has thrown chunks of bread on the ground. Um, She looks quite sour. And near the chunks of bread at a healthy distance are two bird-like creatures. I guess they're birds, actually. And they're just staring at these breadcrumbs. And uh, one of them has their mouth open. And I guess he or she is saying... The presentation is dreadful (laughs) it's just poorly presented like they're at a restaurant yeah yeah sometimes you'll just get food um and it looks the way it's presented is fantastic but it tastes disgusting so you know I don't blame these birds um because even if it did look good it's dry bread lady's just trying to be nice though I wouldn't hold it against her okay here we go second cartoon like I said these are my favorites no caption required and the the drawing style here is rather interesting it's all these little dots there's lines but it's mostly dots and we are outside there is a quarter crescent moon in the sky must be night Um, there's a podium with a microphone And standing behind said podium with said microphones, not a human, but rather a dog. A dog, and he's holding a piece of paper with uh, just straight lines on it. Must be a dog language that we can't understand. And his mouth is open, and he's just howling like a banshee. So that's like his speech, right? That's what that is. And because the moon is his audience, and that's all he knows. Oh, I had a dog once. Her name was Buttons and she became demented um repeatedly threw herself down the stairs. One night and I had to put her down. Um next one we have okay there's a lot of details to this drawing here um a lot of little details. Okay, we're in a messy room. Lots of things on the floor. We got pizza box, pizzas, bongo sock headphones let's go up there's a table on that table there's a computer with a lamp and a little cup of coffee sitting at this computer is a rather obese fellow he's very hairy he's got greasy hair but then you look at his shirt and there's a circle with an r in it he's wearing a mask he looks like he's robin from batman and robin and he's sitting in like an office style chair with like little wheels on it it's actually an executive style office chair and he's got terrible posture because he's, he's a fatso, and he's wearing sandals. And then, you know, standing in the room is the Batman, not Bruce Wayne. No, this is him in his Batman form. He's got the cowl. He's got the cape. He's the He's the cape crusader here, and he does not look happy. <laughs> he's got a Batman-sized frown on his face. And the caption reads, that was before I found this amazing new way to earn, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, working from home. (laughs) That was, okay, wait, that was before I found this amazing new way to earn money, working from home, okay. Robin's working from home, (laughs) yeah. That's, you know, speaking from experience, it's actually a really hard thing to do, Um, finding the time to focus, so if I were the Batman, yep I'd be looking for a new Robin should be a pretty sweet gig Um, except for the fact that you would have to fight evil people every day that'd be terrible okay our next cartoon alright this is looking good we are in the Garden of Eden how do we know this there are two naked people standing there a man and a woman no we can't see their genitalia we just see their bums because they're in profile and yeah these are the coolest people from the bible we have adam and eve here i love these guys they're just oh uh, they're fantastic so yeah we're in the garden of eden and what are adam and eve looking at They're looking at a food truck yeah and inside the food truck is a snake no not a snake infestation style snake but the snake is a proprietor of the food truck yes he's got like a little hat on he looks very proud and he's open for business and there's only one thing on the menu it's you can see it in the background it's drawn it's an apple he is a food truck just selling an apple and he is tempting Adam and Eve. I got to say I love this. This is wonderful because yeah, if you're uh the big man upstairs god watching this, how can you find guilt with Adam and Eve for wanting to get an apple from a food truck? Food trucks are really cool. Um they're a lot of fun. They're on the go. They're really modern. So yeah, if this actually happened historically, i would have to believe there'd be no pain and suffering in the world because god would not have punished adam and eve who if you think about it were kind of like the first punk rockers because um they kind of did what they wanted to and uh and god got real mad at them <laughs> um and that's why we all have to sort of live through a uh, very difficult lives now but that's a really funny cartoon it could be my favorite we'll find out Uh, Moving on to the next one. Okay, here we go. It's nighttime. We are on a pier. And there are two gangsters, thug-like guys here. How do we know? They're wearing dark suits. And, yeah, they're wearing sunglasses at night, which is pretty badass. And they've got slicked hair. One guy's got stubble. The other guy, um, just kind of normal. And, yeah, there's a guy, and he's got cement boots on. He's got, and he's, like, in a bucket full of cement. But, but he's wearing full scuba gear he's got the full dome around his head he's got a tube burning into what looks like an oxygen supply <laughs> and the caption reads no more last requests <laughs> just that simple and sweet no more last requests okay so he asked for that that is that's a smart last request wow because i think by law yeah they have to um you know honor his last request so yeah that's fantastic um he will eventually die though because the oxygen would run out of uh the supply would run out um it will last forever and that cement will keep him on the bottom i guess he could try to struggle to break free but i that's gonna happen so it's gonna be probably a slow and painful death where if he just elected to properly drown um I heard that's actually quite a peaceful way to go. His choice. His last request, so to speak. Okay, here we go. Wow, another one Well, without a caption. Very bold ones. Um, we're in a barbershop. How do we know? Well, there are, well, wow, chunks of orange on the ground. Yeah, that seems weird, but there's a barber. He's got scissors. He's got glasses. He's bald himself. Possibly a comment on the haircutting industry. I'm not sure. And he's holding up a mirror to the back of the head of his customer, who is a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern, and the pumpkin has the classic triangle eyes, triangle nose, and a smile with three sort of random teeth, and he's happy. But in the mirror, kind of held to the back of his head, we see a reflection of a sad pumpkin face. (laughs) So I I guess that's a prank? The barber played on the jack-o'-lantern he carved a sad face into the back of his head like carved into what would be the jack-o'-lantern's flesh and i guess the pumpkin guy will never know maybe he's got a beef with him it's rather mean actually for him to just you know carve because you go into a barbershop and there's sort of like a trust you give so to speak so um, maybe he did something wrong to him. Maybe he slept with his wife or something. I don't know It's a great thing about these sometimes you gotta re- read between the lines and they don't often give you the lines Um, Next one. Here we go We are okay. We're duck hunting because we're at the side of a pond and there's a V formation of what looks to be duck or geese could be geese (laughs) and one of them is nose diving into the pond he's got like a you know a line streaking from behind him and yeah we have a hunter he's holding a shotgun fresh poof of smoke just coming out of the end of that double bear shotgun he's got a hat on and all that he's sitting down and his trusty sidekick dog is staring at him And there yeah it looks like there's a forest ranger off to the side it's a truck very official looking with lights on top and they're watching the scene yeah there's a little emblem on the side of the truck let's go back to the old hunter behind the duck blind with his dog and he's holding something towards his dog no it's not a treat it looks like a little pistol yeah you heard me right a little gun so what's going on here the caption reads when the game warden isn't looking plant this little gun on the duck That is fantastic. Wow, yes. Frame the duck to look like it committed suicide. Oh, that's such a good idea. Wow. They'd never, they wouldn't think that it was a murder. Wow. (laughs) Smart hunter. Yeah, it's pretty good. Some of these just sometimes make you think. All right, here we go. let's move on to the next one shall we okay you have no choice because we're gonna do okay we're in a doctor's office classic setting for these fantastic cartoons and we have a patient sitting on the doctor's examination table with the roll of paper on it and everything there's a scale in the background she's got like short hair and her examining gown on there's a doctor in the room how do we know? Well, he's wearing a lab coat, he's holding his little clipboard, and he's bald and he's got um a mustache. Like a lot of the doctors in these are bald. And but there's another gentleman in the room and <laughs> he is just a cool dude is how I would describe him. Yeah, he's got sort of a really uh nice shirt that's sort of open up at the collar and he's got just this cock of the walk stance and he's got awesome sunglasses on and kind of spiky hair like a really cool haircut and he's kind of doing this thing you know when uh really cool people i wish i could do this and i can never get it right kind of look down the end of their sunglasses to be like yeah you know well he's doing that and uh he's so cool yeah okay and the caption reads he's here to give you a second cooler opinion (laughs) yeah he is there to do that wow oh man i would love to be a cool doctor that would be the best oh yeah yeah if i could be anything i'd be a cool doctor you know people would you know, finally respect me and all the nurses would you know talk to me and when it was my birthday they'd probably like bake me a cake in the shape of like a lamborghini Countach. Uh it would be a really they'd probably throw me a really nice party and it would just be a like a really nice moment okay moving on those those two back to back, pretty great though. Let's be honest. Okay, we're in a medieval castle. How do we know? Well, there are torches on the wall, pretty classic giveaway. And there are three figures walking out of three separate doorways. Uh, to the left, we have I love this. Okay, Frankenstein, the Frankenstein monster, and he's wearing like a dress or something. And you don't know why, because then there's the Wolfman. The Wolfman's in this one too, and he's wearing the exact same dress. You can see his like Wolfman hands and he looks a little upset, and then, yeah, there's the swamp thing, and he's wearing the same dress, and I feel like this cartoon was written for me, because it's got three classic Hollywood movie monsters, and I love classic Hollywood movie monsters, they're just so great, and oh wow okay so why are these three classic movie monsters together wearing the same dress the caption reads we can't all underline all go as elsa from frozen oh yes okay i love frozen i have seen that so many times with my daughters and to bring the classic hollywood movie monsters into the frozen narrative that would be you know what this could be maybe um sign of things to come maybe they're suggesting that the wolfman the frankenstein monster and the swamp thing are going to be in frozen the sequel to frozen which would be really really cool (laughs) i used to know all the words to that movie until all those were a different time okay here we go this one you know I'm going to give this the short and quick uh, award of the issue already. Uh, we're just in a room. Very simple room. Very basic line drawings. One door says arrivals. Next door says departures. A bunch of arrows on the ground. A businessman is looking down. He's the only one in the room. How do we know he's a businessman? He's got a little briefcase. He's got a trench coat on. And the caption reads, the world's easiest airport. <laughs> yep. Short and sweet. Ah, oh. And it would be like that if it wasn't for um, the terrorists. Really. Terrorists ruin everything. So that was... okay, that one was short and sweet. This one, there's some detail to the drawing here, but still what I would describe whimsical. At the top of a cliff, we have uh, a caveman couple, a woman and a man, and it looks to be like they're standing near the mouth of their cave, which would be the equivalent to their home back in caveman days. And they are (laughs) throwing boulders down at another caveman couple, man and woman, climbing up a rope, what looks to be a rope, trying to get up to the cave. And uh, one of the the caveman man is bracing for impact from one of the boulders, and he's telling his wife, are you sure they expected us? (laughs) I bet you he says it like that. You sure they're expecting us? Just kind of like, what's going on here? Because he's going to get pummeled and it could be the end of his life, and all I had to do was check the invitation, yep. I've had the modern day equivalent of that. Next one, again, no caption, wow, oh, there must have just been a decision this week to be like, we're going bold, let's do that. Okay, we have what looks to be a lumberjack style man, he's got a beard, a pretty cool beard. And he's got a armful of logs, freshly chopped logs. He's at a log cabin. There's sort of snow on the windowsill and snow on the pane, uh, the glass, you know, the window that has, like, all the little glass panes in it. And he's got this suspicious look on his face. And he's kind of, you know, doing that look over his shoulder. What is he looking at? <laughs> he's looking at, uh, peeking around the corner of the building, is an evil-looking tree creature Uh, with the top, you know, kind of really rough top of the head like someone chopped it down and he's got these evil eyes and he's peering around and I don't get it I don't know what that one means Uh, maybe they were friends at some point and now they're not (laughs) we are coming to the end of the issue which is pretty exciting but here's another one We are, yeah, here we are. Looks like a doctor's office, some sort of reception area. And there is a man and a woman waiting in the reception area. They're looking at, it could be the New Yorker magazine. I don't know, just looking at magazines. They should be listening to this podcast, but they're not. They're not wearing headphones. Uh, There's an old receptionist with sort of frumpled hair. She's waiting, uh, you know, in her little receptionist area. Looks to be a nurse holding a clipboard. And then a man who's holding... What kind of looks like a vacuum cleaner, but with a hose coming off of it with a mask on it. So maybe it's a oxygen machine. And it looks like he's wearing a scarf. A man's scarf. It could just be a turtleneck. And this is kind of baffling. What does the caption say? It says, We're running a little behind. But we'd be happy to have our anesthesiologist put you under for a few hours until the doctor is ready to see you. Wow. That is a comment on modern medicine. Yep. I would just, if someone said I can remove two hours or three hours from your life, I would know which ones to get rid of. You, I wouldn't think twice. So that's pretty cool. Here we go. Another captionless uh, cartoon, and this one is just a single little commentary. We have two telephone poles with a line between them, and there are hanging, you know, when you see like a pair of shoes hanging from a telephone pole, um, which I read online actually means uh, a gang murder in the area. Uh, so this would mean one, two, three, four. Gang murders probably happen in this area, because there's four sets of different shoes hanging from this telephone wire. But then there's another pair, and they're not hanging, because they are ballerina slippers. And they're just doing a little dance, because they're up on their tiptoes. So, <laughs> I guess they're dancing in the face of danger, and uh, the gang leader would not be happy about that at all. Wow. Bold. That's very bold. That's a great one. Wow. Oh, great. Here we are. The final page. The piece of resistance when you talk about New Yorker cartoons. So let's find out what the winning caption was from last week. And looks like the winning caption the the cartoon was, oh my god, we're in a car. Use car lot. Inside, we see the flags on the outside and there is a car um and there's three people looking at it your used card salesman in his sort of like traditional tacky suit a regular looking man and a regular looking woman with her purse <laughs> the car is not a regular looking car at all it has beastly legs where there should be tires it headlights are eyes and where the grill would be there is just gnarly teeth teeth he looks like an angry beast The caption reads, relax, it just smells like the other car on you. Relax, it just smells, oh, sorry. (laughs) Relax, it just smells the other car on you. Relax, it just smells the other car on you. I said it wrong the first time. Uh, So it's like, yeah, it's jealous of the other car and it might tear them to pieces. Pretty cool wow this one is complicated Ooh, this one's the finalists one and we have what i only can describe as a psychiatrist's office there's a weird looking psychiatrist who's jotting down notes he's got glasses on and there are many chaise lounges with people just lying down on them a regular looking bald man uh, in his suit then what looks to be his dog then what looks to be his cat then what looks to be a rat and then what looks to be a goldfish in a bowl so this guy's brought a few friends to his session and why not because they cannot really cost a lot of money sometimes so get the bang for your buck and the finalists here are the captions up for the finals of this funny little cartoon I'm not comfortable discussing that in front of my fish yep his fish is there so why would he feel comfortable Secondly, second caption, my pets found out they were adopted. Awkward. (laughs) I don't think they would really understand the concept of adoption. It's quite complicated, actually, considering today's laws. So, yeah, it's okay. And the third one reads, at home, we're not allowed on the furniture. (laughs) And there are now. So, it's a little reversal of fortune there. So one's pretty good, uh, cat looks like a, no, that's a tail, <laughs> I thought it was something rather rude, but it's just a cat tail, totally normal, and then this week's contest, so there's no caption, just a drawing, oh boy, <laughs> whoa, this one is good, um, we have, uh, what looks to be a regular living room, woman's enter her house, she looks at, huh, there's a couch and a Side table and lamp and a coffee table. She's got groceries in her hands and it's a normal living room, but no, it's not. There's a bricklayer and he is what looks to be 85% done, a brick wall dividing the room in half. And in the other half, there's the TV. No way, the TV. Ooh. And another sort of like uh, lounger chair and a lamp and a picture on the wall. And there's still bricks on the floor, so the guy's not done. Ooh, wait, that is not a bricklayer. That is her husband. Uh oh file this one under doomed marriage <laughs> i should know um maybe that could be a good caption for the contest but no i would never compete without professionals so that is the issue a rather good one uh, maybe maybe the best one i've read in a while hmm. top five top top six top seven for sure definitely top seven and probably coming in around six Um, that's the November November 3rd, 2014 issue. Um, I would have to give the top tune of the issue to that cartoon about the duck hunter who was trying to get his dog to put a gun uh, in the duck's hand to hide the fact that it was a murder and trying to make it look like a suicide because that is just outside of the box thinking. I think we could all maybe be inspired from so anyways thanks for listening to the new yorker cartoons described and remember please send in your description of the next any cartoon from the next issue of the new yorker please send it to tnycdpodcast at gmail.com that's tnycdpodcast at gmail.com and i will describe you, instead see you, in the funny pages. So long.